Wait, did Paul cut his hair? Did you cut your hair? Yes, I did. I cut my hair. What After the bomb? Yeah, I changed my hair a lot. Oh. You guys have to get used to this. Is this what we have to live with, that your hair is just constantly in flux? Yes, it always right. is in flux. Oh, cheese and sprinkles. Y'all niggas ready? Yeah, let's yeah, get I'm started ready. so we can get finished. Alright. Yes. I don't have yeah. it. I'm gonna be bullshitted. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. wing this shit. <clears throat> Three. Yo, Paul just took the most typical light skin sip I've ever seen. <laughs> what? in the camera, lips off, and then that unnecessary ass lick of the lips after the sip. <laughs> I was enjoying my Travis Scott McDonald's. Oh, I'd be getting that Travis Scott McDonald's too. Oh, I was even though it was like, even though it was like literally some basic ass shit that I would order anyway. But all right, just put Travis Scott on it. It was super lazy. And I was actually upset at first because I got water with it originally, but the water made the meal eleven dollars when it was supposed to be like six. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, huh? <laughs> the water made it more expensive. So I asked the I asked the ca- the cashier. I was like, "Hey, like, the deal says it's supposed to be like six something. Like, I know there's tax, but like, why is it eleven dollars?" And she was like, "Oh, it's because you got a water instead of the soft drink." And I'm like, "So if I get a soft drink, it's just six dollars now?" She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, so I guess that's what we're doing then." Yeah, splash <laughs> that water back in her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because good lord, I did not. I was like, oh, let me just try. I just wanted something quick to eat, and I was like, oh, let me try this Travis Scott shit. You know, whatever. Mm. But I wasn't eleven dollars ready to try that shit out. Yeah, like see, see what happens when you try to be healthy. You say yeah. I'm gonna substitute the soft drink for some water, and they say it'll be five more dollars for that. What? That that, that will what? cost more for your health, sir. Yeah. Uh, you, you should be proud of me. I got. I want the Chick Fil. Not Chick Fil. Oh, I want the Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. There, there's no way health can be brought up in the conversation listen, about Popeyes. Okay. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen nah, it was it was an unhealthy decision, but I made a healthy decision. I got to get grilled chicken. I got the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yes, but did I get uh-huh. fries with it? No. no. I got green uh-huh. beans. Oh, you got their salty ass green beans. The salty that, that ass was your, beans. That was in that like warm juice that you don't know how long it's been there for. That lukewarm liquid. Green beans would be 55 oh calories God. and the fries would be an extra 300. I chose the 55. I said, yeah. I that stuff it. smells the same way going in as it does going out. Oh my God. Doing green beans. <laughs> I don't green beans up though. <laughs> Like I never ate oh before. Golly, that shit's okay. crazy. All right, let's get. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, so. Golly, gee, right, let's interview Mark. Huh? Yeah, guys, you don't have to put it off so much. Gosh, I don't. Nobody cares about me. But the least you could do is at least start the thing. Uh, <laughs> I care about you, Mark. Don't yeah, you worry. You got the hard. I was called questions. irrelevant. Who called you irrelevant? He said, no, I said that, was, that was just the phrasing. That was. <laughs> I said. I said I we should talk. The, I think the timing of my text message. I said that we should have, and, and you guys should interview me, and that'd be a quick, easy thing. And then he was like, "Oh, 
He's like, we should pick something relevant, <laughs> like Mulan or something else like that. And I was like, I'm sorry that I'm not relevant enough for you to talk about. Mark, <laughs> Mark, that text was, Mark, that, first of all, that text was said in the world where you didn't say what you said. <laughs> <laughs> In a world where you didn't text first, if you texted, see, my text was in a world where I texted first, and then you responded. Uh Since it is vice versa, it sounds totally crazy. But if I I lived in the world that I texted it in, (laughs) if we were in the world where I texted first, that that response would have been great. Because it from from the real world where I am, it sounded like I said I could talk about myself, and you said no. Let's talk about something relevant. <laughs> I read it. I read it too. I was like, ooh, that's, uh, ooh. Hey, that came off. <laughs> that came off wrong. <laughs> I feel like you even said no at the beginning for some reason. Like, no, let's talk about. <laughs> Wait, I have to read it. Because uh, I had like a line of text that I was sending, and it just so happened that you text first, so everything I said came off a hundred percent worse. Like shot fired. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, you didn't for weeks. You didn't uh, say no, but it just really. Oh, I said Elmo, no. <laughs> <laughs> it just really sounded like you were telling me that I was relevant. Anyway, you are start relevant. The damn episode. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Three. I ain't done with these shits in a while. Two. One. Welcome. And we're back. To another episode of Between You and Me. We back at it like crack addicts like Anne Frank sitting in the attic, boy. Okay. Uh, oh, goodness. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm not touching no. it. You know, <laughs> oh, this is one of those times where you think to yourself, you could say something, but you just don't. Uh, you just, let, <laughs> you it just let it sit where it was. Let, let it walk. <laughs> well, we back, man. We back with another episode, man. It's been a couple yeah, weeks because you want to let that Chadwick Boseman episode breathe a little bit. And uh, yes, and only for that reason, not because we're unprepared. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good 100%. topic to let sit there for a little bit, considering uh, um, everything that was going on. We did it for the people, you know. We did it for the people. Um, yeah, you're back. welcome for not having an people. episode last week. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back for the same people. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, This is going to be our interview episode. So yes. we thought, huh, who is a non-irrelevant person to interview? Oh, goodness. Who is the most relevant person that we can start <laughs> with right now? I can't think of anyone. I haven't the foggiest idea who could be relevant. (laughs) They're never going to let me live this down. I had no control over the situation. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh Yes, because reading would have been so hard to do. (laughs) It happened simultaneously. Okay, audience. Uh-huh. I need I need to I need to prep y'all for this because they're they're gonna ride me on this the whole episode. Uh-huh. So so Mark Mark and I were replying to Elijah about what we should do for the episode, and we replied at the same time. Like the text messages popped up, her his popped up a millisecond before mine, mm-hmm. and therefore caused a catastrophe. <laughs> Where I said Mark said let's do the interview for me. And I said right after the fact, 
uh, we should talk about something relevant, like, <laughs> And this was not a reply to Mark, but because of the way of the world and the order of our messages, it looked like I just dissed the shit out of Mark and called him irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going on air now to apologize for the order of messages. <laughs> he just grinded his heels on me, ripped my hair out. <laughs> This is, this is pure that circumstance. Hurts. I had no intention to do this. Well, <laughs> well, it happened. But while while the viewers and listeners are going to hear all about this irrelevant person today, it hurt me. It hurt me. I feel like I feel like the niggas. Don't, I gotta stop saying niggas, man. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Thanks for not getting us sponsorships. Man, my bad. That's what's stopping like, us. People, People don't know anything about you, Marcus. And this is what we're going to do, right? Every so often, we're going to interview one of us until all of us is interviewed because we are interesting in our own way. So, Mark. Yes. Matter of fact, oh. let's go with this. Where are you from? Where are you oh, from? where am I from? Wow. I didn't, from, we were starting. I didn't know we were starting at this level. I they the These are some hard questions. Uh, no, nah, I was born in I was born in the Bronx, New York. Lived there for seven years. Um, like that's where a lot of my family's from on both my mom and my dad's side. Um, then I moved down to South Jersey in Glassboro and I lived there from basically since from when I was seven to when I graduated college basically. And then since I graduated in twenty eighteen, so the past two years, I've been living in Philly. Hey. It's funny, so based on so I'm I'm fans of like all four like sports leagues but based on how old i was when i was like became a fan of the sport like really changes what like type of fan i was so i'm like i like the giants i like the i like the yankees but i also would but i like the flyers and the sixers so it's like a weird combination because i didn't like those two sports until after i moved down to uh south jersey but i like football and baseball like when i was younger it's a combination of things. So, so, so you're saying you're not an Eagles fan? What you're saying? No, nah, no, nah, I'm absolutely <laughs> not an Eagles fan. So it's definitely a situ a weird situation where it's like, I'm with my friends. Sometimes I'm like the same as them. I feel the same way, and sometimes I absolutely can't stand them. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those friends. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted to stir. I wanted to stir that pot because I was like, "Ooh, you did not mention the Eagles." Let <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was gonna leave it alone. My Giants haven't been doing well so far, but then again, the Eagles didn't do too hot yesterday either. So you know, Whoa. maybe we can start, maybe we can uh, live in mediocrity together. Yo, talk your shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> At least one of our former players doesn't like to get shat on. Oh, how what? do you know oh. that? I don't know. I can't guarantee that a former Eagle does not like to get shat on. Yeah, that, that's that's fake concepts, Elijah. You're doing facts, all right? Hey, what two consenting adults do, 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 behind closed do, do, do. doors is none of your business. Oh, goodness. I don't know where this went. I am not the sports member <laughs> oh, of the podcast, so no. they will throw a lot of references oh. out that I don't oh. understand. Pete doesn't know. That's fair. That's fair. So, Mark, when you first... When you first came here from New York, was it a, a culture shock for you? I yeah, I definitely say it was. So being that I was like from the Bronx, very urban community, and you know, urban's code for black. Um, when I came down to the Glassboro, I, I had very rarely seen like white people, like not white white people. I seen like Spanish people that were light, but I never saw like white people really. Um, so coming down 
to South Jersey, it was definitely like culture shock a lot because like I'd go on my soccer team, for instance, and I'd be like, and they'd always be like, oh, say whoever you're kicking the ball to. And I'd look over and I'd be like, I don't know any of these people because they all like, because I hadn't met a lot of white people. So a lot of them looked the same at that point. So I was just like, they're like, kick it to Timmy. And I was like, who the fuck is Timmy? I have no idea. That could be any of them. So basically I knew colors of hair, but I could not distinguish people for like maybe the first year I lived here. Um, but I eventually caught on, you know, you get used to seeing people and you start to understand what distinguishes them a little bit more. How long did you play soccer for? I played soccer basically from when I moved down here. So when I was like eight, third grade, um, until my sophomore year of high school. Oh, you, don't want, you don't want that smoke with me. He, Paul, tell him you uh, don't want that smoke. Listen, what? between what? between the two of you, why would <laughs> between I don't know the why two of you, brag about this? <laughs> have, uh, but really though, between the two of you, you have like two good ankles and a three and a half good kneecap. So like, I don't think I'm afraid. <laughs> hey, I'm all right. Three and a half good kneecaps. Oh no! Oh goodness! Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, don't even right, start listen. on the back. I don't know if you guys got a full back between you. <laughs> <laughs> my back. <laughs> All right, so 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 what was one of the hardest things to deal with growing up <clears throat> coming from New York and then you'd have you deal with that culture shock. So it was one of the hardest things to get used to. Um like I said, the people, I feel like the environments were also very different. Like, I would go places um, and, you know, just feel very, like, uncomfortable. Like, I, I got so used to being, like, surrounded by, like, a bunch of tall buildings, like, concrete everywhere that, like, the idea of, like, fields and, like, you know, like, small, like, buildings and stuff, I was like, what is this? Um, oh, also, I think... I, I think anyone could agree with me on this, especially if you're a black guy. Um, find a new barbershop was like rough. It's actually <laughs> that, that, that was a that shit was hard because you know, like barbershop, like going to a barbershop is like one of those animals that like you know you mate for life basically. <laughs> you do a little dance together. You're like, okay, you are the one. The Irish, <laughs> thing, the, no, the whirling dervish. <laughs> you do the oh whirling God. dervish. And then eventually the two of you guys consent that this is going to be a lifelong partnership for at least a decade and a half. Like, it's going to be solid. It's going to be a long one. Um, and just finding, like, finding a place to go to um, was really difficult. It's a difficulty that I had again when I moved to Philly. Um, but my, my dad actually found my found one because he went to a KFC and just asked the guy who worked oh. there. This was before that KFC got closed down for, uh, for sanitation problems. Um, and he asked the guy who worked there um, where he got his hair cut. And he said Marvin's, and that's where we started going. Them niggas talk a lot, bro. Huh. All they, they do talk too is much. talk. They ruined All my they barbershop experience. Talk. I, I <laughs> like, do not have barbershop experiences because of those people. It, it's funny because, like, the barbershop definitely an important part of the community because, like, of the group of people that are there. Um, but at the same time, my God, the man will touch your hair for like half a second and then go back to a conversation and you're like man i've been getting my hair cut for 45 minutes and i still don't even like have everything down like you're still like shaping me up 
God forbid you had to go to school before your haircut or after your haircut, right? Oh like, no, that's the like day. that just wasn't that's gonna happen. <laughs> you Rip you. Day around getting getting your haircut with that motherfucker, bro. You really gotta plan your day around it. Yeah, rip to your plans. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. a lot of great plans have have died in the at the bar. You had to shop. wake up at the break of dawn just to get get to your haircut on time because mm-hmm. it was gonna and take you know, fucking forever. <laughs> no, maybe they're not even open because like they didn't feel like it, right? Like, no! yeah. <laughs> they're not even closed. That's definitely something I feel like Michael and I have definitely been experiencing a lot now that we moved to Philly. Is that there are a yeah. lot of places like McDonald's and stuff that'll just close. Like they'll be like, yeah. they're supposed to be open till like eleven. It'll be ten fifteen, and they'll be like, nah, we just closed. And we're just sitting there like, can you do that? <laughs> can you just close when you want to? Like. It says you have 45 more minutes. They're like, nah, we're just done taking orders. Bro. I'm literally on your website, and you say you're open 24 hours. What is happening? Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Friday, we was coming back from North Jersey, and Mila was like, yo, bro, you, you trying to get some McDonald's? And we was like, yeah. So then we pull up in the McDonald's drive-thru, lights is on. They see us pull up, and they turn off all the fucking lights. <laughs> <laughs> How did they did you dirty? They did you dirty. Nope. They said, yeah, we're done here, right? Like, <laughs> they said, it's not lit. <laughs> no. Yeah, Travis off. Scott is not available. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Paul, you got any questions? I'm asking all the questions. You all go? I don't got no questions for this dickhead. No. Because <laughs> oh, I'm so irrelevant. He doesn't even care about my answers. <laughs> no, I do, have, I do have questions. I do have questions. Um, because Elijah asked a lot of stuff about, like, like early on, like, what, what was, like, your culture shock stuff, or, like, what mm-hmm. was different for you moving to New York, but I guess, like, for you, for, like, school, like, um, since, like, when, when you left high school, what made you want to, like, did you want to stay in near the area? Like, obviously, I know the answer, but, like, hmm. did you want to stay in that area? Oh, yeah. Did you want to travel because so, of you moving so, yeah yeah so, so that's a real that's a really good question because um so it's kind of a story uh, kind of a long story how it ended up at, how it ended up at Rowan but <laughs> but picture it picture it um no so I had a, so coming out my senior year I had to apply to a bunch of schools um a lot of them were like kind of reaches like I applied to like Dartmouth um Cornell um yeah like I, I applied to a lot of like really really good schools and I also applied to Rowan, obviously. Um, so going into school, um, going into the application process, my dad actually went to Cornell. That's where he went to school um, up in Ithaca. And, you know, it's a very prestigious Ivy League school and everything. So it was a very big deal that I was like applying there. And um, so I so I so I applied there and I ended up getting in. I did a and I was like, okay, cool. I was very excited about it. Um, I also got into Rowan, obviously. Um, but I decided I decided to do a trip up there. So I went up to Ithaca, and I don't know you. I don't know if anyone's ever seen uh, if you've ever been to Ithaca, but it's basically a hill. Like the whole place is a hill. Somehow, no matter which direction you're walking in, it's always a hill and it's always uphill, and it's so painful. Like it, it's rough. Like, like. 
Like I saw people biking and I don't know how their legs did it. It seemed impossible. Um, but yeah, so I went up there and I just personally didn't really care for the environment too much. Um, they, <laughs> the first thing they tell they told us when we went by is they have waterfalls there too, which are very beautiful. Like it's the place is gorgeous. Um, and they have nets over the <laughs> over the waterfalls, and they're like, "Oh, what?" I mean, we asked, "Like, what is that? What are those nets for?" And they're like, "Oh, it's for finals week." What? <laughs> they were like, "What?" <laughs> and they're like, that, they were like, "That's not a joke." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, like that's, oh. you know." Oh. Aside. <laughs> is it because too many people chase waterfalls? Yeah, they 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 chase them. They chase oh, them no. all right. Are you serious? Oh no 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 no! Yeah, that's exactly what you're saying. No, that's terrible. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah it's uh. it's definitely like. And then once you go there, you get the you finally like you understand that's a very dog eat dog world there. You know, it's very very much like a huge pool. They have the they have the typical freshman weed you out classes. They basically like have like a whole bunch like, you know they. They really try to make it kind of like you against each other, um, and I'm not really mm. a fan of that type of environment. I've always been like in a very like helpful community where it's like all of us want to succeed together type thing, and I'm not really like not that I have a problem with competition, but like I don't really want to do well in spite of other people, you know? Like you didn't you didn't want competition to turn cannibalistic, almost exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, um, but you know, I had still considered it pretty heavily. Um, but then my acceptance into Rowan came in, and my senior year, I was fortunate enough that I got a full ride scholarship for Rowan. Um, and part of the reason I got that was because a couple, um, I was actually like fourth or fourth on the list, but um, one of my good friends had already decided that she wanted to go to Carnegie Mellon. Um, Lauren, if you're out there. Uh, in Seoul, in Korea, so she's probably not listening. But um, that was a, I mean, that was a really huge break for me um, because uh, it allowed me to go away to school, but not actually go away. So I was, I was at, I was in Glassboro, but I was able to take all of my classes on campus, be on campus, stay away from home, um, but still be close enough to my parents that I can be, help, I could help them out and stuff. Um, so yeah, it was that was a really important thing to me. Um, and at the end, I think a really big part of my like of finally making the decision was that I hadn't gotten into any of the other Ivy Leagues, and because of that, I felt like it was probably I felt like I got into Cornell a lot off of the legacy status of you know being my dad's son. It felt like that's the reason I got in, um, not necessarily because of anything I did. Um, whereas the Rowan scholarship that I got was very much, I worked for this. I worked all four years. I worked my ass off to end up like top 10% of my class. Um, and you know, that was all me. And that felt really good to know that I was getting something very, very important to me because I had done all the work. It wasn't because I was lucky. I respect that. Listen. Cause your daddy was an alum. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Trust fun baby. Yeah, no, like, you know, it's, it's definitely like, um, it, you know, you see a lot of like, especially with like white people who end up going places because like, you know, their parents did something or it's been passed down for generations. And I'm not saying all white people or anything. I'm just saying that there are a lot of people who are like that. And people you know, the it, it, there is really something. Yeah. 
and there really is something like kind of stepping out of your parents' shadow and deciding to do your own thing. I hear that. I, I, I appreciate that. I've really been mad at Mark, but this one time I was pissed at him because I forget what class we had together, but this nigga got like an A minus, and he goes up to the teacher, uh, excuse me. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, I'm covering up my C plus and shit, like. <laughs> In my Excuse defense, me, it was very in character. In my, in my defense, <laughs> that class was supposed to be an easy, like, high grade for me. And, you know, I'm like, wait, A minus, I can't be dealing with this. <laughs> You're I supposed to be my, this. like, 98, my 99. What am I getting a 93 in this class for? Why did I take this? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's actually good hearing your response about why you chose Rowan because I actually wanted to ask you that for a long time because like I knew the gist of your answer but I didn't know all the other like background details as far as like you know how you wanted to feel like you earned your spot and also like the the like what you saw over like Ithaca and Cornell because like I I remember you saying like that it it felt like too cramped over there like, Mm -hmm. like you didn't stand out yeah, and like it, I got it, but I didn't get it, you know. Yeah, so like you definitely just feel like you're like a little yeah. fish in a huge pond out there. And for some yeah. people, that's for them. Like some people like that yeah. feeling of just being like, you know, like just being there and there being a ton of people. But like I, for me personally, that wasn't really me. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I like it. I, I definitely understand your your response a lot more now. Yeah. How do you feel about your decision to go to Ron? How do you feel about your whole college experience? I don't regret it at all. I, I really, I'm really happy about my decision. Um, you know, one from like the stake of not having student debt, which is, you know, I, I know a lot of people, for a lot of people, including myself, that's a blessing to have um, mm-hmm. because it, it, it sucks. It's like a, a, a leash that they kind of put on a lot of people of our age and generation. Um, so that, that's, that's one thing that's great. Another thing that's great is that I just met a lot of people that I really, really enjoy. Um, Especially like, um, especially like within the math department um, at Rowan, um, different people I've taken classes with over the years, different professors I've met. I felt really happy and really supported in the community. Um, and like I said, I was close enough to home that like, when inevitably my freshman year, I felt like everything was falling apart. I could still go home without like, you know, without it being a big deal. So it it was um it was definitely a decision that I. I'm. I think after my freshman year, my freshman year first semester, I never regretted that decision that I made. Um, so yeah, I, I'm happy about it, and uh, I don't know. I, st- I still have no regrets personally. I think, and I saw, and I, 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 I appreciate witnessed you grow over the past couple of years too. And I think, uh, I think you going to Rome was huge because, like you said, you were away from home but being able to live on campus and kind of get your own taste of freedom it was like the perfect like trial run it like moving away you know like a lot of people like and a lot of people are really good at it like a lot of people are like uh, the type that there was the bird in the nest like the baby bird in the nest that they get pushed out and they just fly immediately and they're just really good at it but it's like for me it was like a good like little test run it like okay let's live away from home but be close enough to home that you can go back for four years um, and I just grew more and more independent as that happened. I started going back less and less. And, uh, you know, and it made it so that when it was time to go, I was comfortable enough to do it without, like, it seeming like the biggest deal in the world. Yeah. 
and, and what was your major in school? Uh, so I majored in math and I minored in computer science. Nerd. Um, <laughs> yes. Nerd. Oh, for all the people <laughs> who didn't realize that I was a nerd until this point, <laughs> you now know. Now I'm you know. Relevant nerd. Thank you guys so much for building up my confidence. Nope. <laughs> even more reason to be irrelevant. <laughs> no, I didn't even. It's, it's funny too. Like I, I mean, I love math. Like I, I really enjoy math. Um. And going into college, I didn't feel that way. Um, I didn't, I mean, I liked math, but it wasn't like a, a, a path that I saw forward for myself. It wasn't until like, I think freshman year orientation, I was in as a biomedical engineer. Um, and I knew I didn't want to do that. That was like just a fill-in thing that I typed, that I just like decided, that I just X'd off. And orientation, the lady was like, well, if you don't want to be it, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, I'm good at math. And she was like, all right, math it is. And that was my major. And <laughs> it was like on a whim, all of a sudden I was a math major and it was like the greatest decision I could have made. Um, and I'm very happy about it. And it, that again goes back to why I have no regrets about choosing Rowan because it put me in that really weird situation where I found out that this is a subject that I really enjoy and I love. Mm -hmm. So uh, you walk across that stage, get your diploma which i might add is bullshit bro because <laughs> you the thing but your diploma's not in there you get it you come pick it up in three months but why am i why am i here? i don't even know i don't even know if i even have that thing where even is it uh, i think my mom <laughs> i think my mom has that thing i don't i've never seen it i don't think i've ever even i've never it. held it myself I, <laughs> I might not have graduated for all i know so <laughs> So you walk across that stage, get the diploma that's not inside. Now what? What you thinking? What's going through your head? Uh, <laughs> so again, I was like super fortunate. Um, so over the over the winter break, I had started like putting out things and um, applications, and so I actually had a job that like that is my current job um, up in up in King of Prussia, PA. Um, I had that maybe February of my senior year, wow. and I was due to start uh, June 18th was my first day. Um, so it was literally like I got I graduated on in May, and then I started a month later. So I had like a month of being away from school before I started working again. That's huge. Yeah, it was. It it seemed like it went really fast. I was like, all of a sudden, I was like, man, I I had. I had the taste of fresh air for like a minute and then it was like right back, back in the back in the trenches yeah <laughs> that's super awesome though that you know you really got to the path that you ended up going through did end up putting you in a position where you didn't really have like any wiggle room or like guessing period of like okay what do i do now it was like no this is kind of like I, I, it put me in a position where I got to take advantage of these opportunities and, you know, now you're working in a career that is in your field from what I understood. And, like, how do you feel about that? Like, do you feel like the job that you're working now, is that something you want to grow in there? Or do so, you feel like this is a stepping stone to the next thing? So, it's, it's so up until this point, I've been saying, like, I've been very fortunate. And I, I would, like, I'd 100% say I'm fortunate about everything that I've said and everything that I will continue to say. 
Um, but because I've been so fortunate, I feel like I'm not particularly inspirational because I'm like, well, I got lucky, you know? Like, that doesn't really inspire people. It worked out. Like. <laughs> well, if you just be lucky, things will work out. Like, no. But I think when it comes to the job, though, it's something that I actually can kind of speak to a little bit more. And that's that... So I got hired in a very weird way. I got hired to my job, but then the person who hired me, um, she immediately quit, like, kind of, like, <laughs> right after I got hired. And she was supposed to be my, like, basically the person who told me everything that, that, I, that I was supposed to do. So mm -hmm. I basically just floated for a long time. Like, I had no idea what I really wanted to do in my job. Um, and, you know, I had very little direction. Um, but I was able to find people who worked with me that like, um, that were able to kind of like steer me towards something I was more interested in. And I wouldn't say that what I do now is something that I want to do for like a final career at all. Like this is not, this is not, um, you know, the end goal, but it's definitely mm -hmm. a good place to be. And like you said, a stepping stone in getting to where I want to be. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm definitely like cultivating skills that, I'm, that I want to have for whenever I do get whatever my dream job turns out to be. I I personally like so. Sarah for you to say that uh, you're not inspirational. Like the fact that you worked your ass off in high school, got the full ride to Rowan, worked your ass off at Rowan, made the commitment yep. you made, and, and, and the, the job you're at now, they saw your hard work and they saw your resume. So they said, let's hire this motherfucker. Like, that's not, mm. that's not only luck, but that's hard work as well. So, you're right. that, mm. that is my inspiration. I, 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 you're, you're selling yourself short, brother. I agree with Elijah. I think, I think, yeah, of course, like, it's fortunate that everything's working out right now. But, you know, all the little steps that you took to get to this point is what got you to that fortunate position. So it's... I'm glad that everything's working out, but I think you do you did pave a lot of the path yourself, so I yeah. think you gotta give yourself a little pat on the back for that one. You're like the embodiment of like oh. if I work hard, shit will open up for me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> it's not gonna open if you sit there on your ass. You gotta actually work for it. Well then I guess I'll give myself a pat on the back then. Give yourself one. Oh, you must you can't pat yourself on the back because you're making so many damn games, boy. I don't know about all that, but <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm. <laughs> so, so, so you're, you're back in school now, right? Um, yeah, I just, I have two weeks in. <laughs> what made you want to go back to school? <laughs> so, it's funny because like after I graduated, I told like I don't know I, my grandparents have a big thing about education and they're like oh you're gonna go back to school and i was like yeah yeah, yeah i'll do it i'll do it yeah eventually yes, um, yes, yeah 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 it was like very much like a hand wave yeah it's gonna happen don't worry um <laughs> but i think i realized that like after i, th I think we we've all felt this way but um after leaving school and starting to work it like working takes so much out of you a lot of the time um yeah. you end up like being like so exhausted that the idea of adding more things to the plate just seems like kind of ridiculous you know like i i remember thinking to myself like i work all these hours and i have how much free time why am i going to spend the little free time like the amount of free time that i have that i finally can you know on the weekends enjoy myself and like hang out with my friends like why would i add more like a homework to that like you know like i i don't mm -hmm. know why i would do that um 
But to be honest, <laughs> the thing that got me to do this was COVID. I was just bored. <laughs> I was at home. I was at home, not seeing my friends. Um, you know, just kind of looking for something to like fill in time and to you know feel like I'm doing something more than just staying at home and working. And then going back to like watch the my 50th episode of Degrassi the today, you know. So like, I started, I started. Um, go, I decided I wanted to go back to school, and I kind of made that decision. Uh, and it was like the end of May, and applications with everything due had to be done by the end of June. So it was very much like, like <laughs> I, I made the decision fast. I made my decision on where to go fast. I just did everything fast. I was just like, I, I want to do this. I don't know if there's ever going to be a time that I feel more inclined to do it than right now. So I just like pulled the trigger and just went for it. So what's your, uh, what, what are you majoring in now? Or what's, are you looking to, what's the wave? Uh, <laughs> so the wave is uh, statistics and data science. Okay. So, uh, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so no, like i said i i got my degree in math um i had my minor in computer science this is like a perfect way of like taking them and putting them together i've always been like a really big fan of stats um like my dream is to be a sports statistician one day so like huge fan of stats um already so i get to apply math and um you know data's taking over the world so i'm interested in finding a job someday in that so that's why I decided to start taking that. Mark going to be the going to be the guy to find some obscure ass stat. Did you know the Giants are over seventy percent when it's fourth and inches in the third quarter? Oh my god! Like, and that's why the Eagles <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's funny because it really is like that. People make up statistics like that. I mean, that's what <laughs> that's what it is. People have. People look at things. They get hunches. They say like, "Hmm, I wonder how I wonder how often this happens, or I wonder if this like really con uh, coincides with this." And then they just make up a statistic, and it, it's you know, st statistics is a science. You have a hypothesis, you check out the data, and you see like if maybe your hypothesis has some merit behind it, or maybe it doesn't. Okay. And when it when it doesn't, it kind of sucks because you're like, "Damn, I put all this work in for it to be wrong." But you know, <laughs> that's that's life. Sometimes your hunch isn't right. Your hypothesis is like a logical little bitch. Now let's go. That's <laughs> fine. Let's figure out the stats. Mm-hmm. Verified. <laughs> will not reject the null hypothesis. Elijah, it, <laughs> there's a good chance that Elijah is a little bitch. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no, I know. The oh. numbers show he's a bitch. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> um, so you said uh, that work takes a lot out of you, and when mm -hmm. you get the little bit of free time you get, why the hell would you add homework to it and schoolwork? Do you find yourself feeling those same sentiments now, and how are you adjusting to uh, going back the to fuck? the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. A fly is in my washing machine, <laughs> and I don't know how the fuck that happened. <laughs> You, you, <laughs> <laughs> so you end it with some irrelevant ass shit like that. I matter as much as the fly in the washing machine. I'm Damn, sorry. <laughs> I just saved this fly's life. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> well, what's the question again? <laughs> oh, shit. I, uh, oh, last, okay. You said earlier, um, see, this is, this is what I hate, right? I'll say the mm. question the first time perfectly, and then someone says, huh, and then I just start stuttering like a bum. <laughs> You're like, uh, 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 I didn't expect this pressure. <laughs> um, like, listen, I only rehearsed that once. <laughs> right, like, God damn. Um, I said um, earlier you were talking about how work takes a lot out of you. And when you get that free time, the last thing you want to do is add extra work. You just want to chill. So how are you adjusting uh, to oh. back to school? And do you share those same sentiments? Um, no. I So <laughs> it's, it's funny. Um, uh, so far, I think things have been going well. And to be honest, I'm the type of person, um, not everybody's like this, but for me, I'm the type of person who I feel better when I'm more stressed out than when I'm completely relaxed, to be honest. So I was in like a situation before with like, you know, COVID where I was just, didn't have like a lot of stuff to do. I was kind of just bored. Um, so now I'm like thinking about it. And now I'm now that I'm going back to school, I'm like, I have assignment due Tuesday, I have an assignment due Thursday. I have all this other things I have to do. I have work, I have this, I have that. And, you know, I feel better than I have in all, in months because I have all these things to do. And, you know, like I said, they're stressful. Like, it's, I feel stressed, but, like, you know, it's like I feel like a live type of stress. And so there's definitely a lot to do. It's definitely, like, at times a little overwhelming. But when I'm handling it and handling it well, it feels great. I hear that. It's almost like... um like you have a lot on your plate and you like complain about it, but you're glad you have something to complain about. Yeah, for sure. Cause it feels like you're actually moving towards something. Like, yeah. you know, you're putting effort in and you're getting, you're, you're doing something. And, you know, after months of just feeling like I've been at home, like waiting for, you know, to be able to go outside and do things like this is, this is a breath of fresh air. Maybe not literally because I can't do that as often, but it's still pretty <laughs> nice. That's fair. And overall, like, how have you been been adjusting to COVID? Because I feel like I've only seen you like maybe a handful of times in the past seven months. Um, I think I've been adjusting pretty well. It's kind of funny because I feel like COVID has stages. It was like there's like pre there's like early COVID, mid COVID, late COVID. You know, like early COVID, it was like I was like, man, I don't go outside just chill inside and like watch and watch uh, tv and play video games and work from home lit mid-covid i was like well i've been doing that a lot i'm, I'm starting to get like a little i'm starting to get a little antsy and now i feel like i'm i feel like i'm a little like i'm going out a little bit more often i'm feeling a little bit better um but i think the other thing that's been really tough um for me it's just you know being uh, uh i'm gonna sound sappy now but uh, you know being away from um my friends is, is you know it's starting to become like a thing where it's it's wearing on me a, a little bit where i'm starting to realize that it's not only just covid but it's also the fact that you know we're out of school now and you know people naturally like start to go their own ways um and, you know i'm living in philly now and like most of my friends are either well in pj's case across town or they're in <laughs> south <laughs> Or they're like in South Jersey, where it's like it's a forty-minute drive, it's a forty-five-minute drive, and a toll to get there. Um, and you know, you start to feel a little bit more lonely um, because not only are you home alone, but like seeing people who aren't 
that aren't that you used to see all the time is a lot more difficult to do yeah it's like um because we always had like those fried chicken fridays and shit so like we saw each other at least once a week and mm-hmm. now we'll go like weeks without seeing each other and uh it yeah it's it's definitely different yeah. and definitely it's like it. i think the thing that i noticed the most about being an adult um when it comes to your friendships at least for me is that whenever i need to see someone like my friend or something like any type of friend i feel like i don't like feeling like it needs to be an event to see you you know like a lot of times i feel like it has to be planned out days in advance i have to be like hey guys i'm coming by on blah 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 tell me if you want to hang out whereas when we were younger and we were like kids it would just be like oh i'm going over to peach's house i just wait i just decided that like right now i'm gonna go knock on his door and see if he's home it's like very it was very much more like off the cuff do it on on a whim and now it's very much more of a production every time i want to like hang out with anyone and i kind of miss the old just i'm gonna just knock on your door and say hey is pj free to play can i live come free to play (laughs) free to come over yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know (laughs) i i kind of miss those times um but you know you can't always do that, and you get a little older, and things change. But that doesn't mean everything's worse; it's just different. It's just different. You know, we might not we not be, we might not be able to just hang out on the whim, but we could we could do more. So it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I wasn't getting turned like this back then. Oh yeah, the cold sack days are over. <laughs> yeah. Earlier, like, um, how how long were you and you and Paul neighbors? Because I feel like Nick, Nick, you know how we even know each other. So long. So long. <laughs> so literally, it's so, it's so funny that like you, you that um, I moved, like I said before, I moved here between my between second and third grade, um, and it was like I want to say it was May, and I moved uh, and I when I moved to Glassboro, and I think. He literally like moved in in like June. It was like a month later he moved in, <laughs> like across the street from me. So it was like we were both in the same year, and we both moved in like within a month, and we had the same exact situation where we were like we don't know anybody. And it was just like such a it was like such a really like, great coincidence. It was like I, you know it's like you had a best friend like built in. It was like this is an anime. Was, like, we'd be rivals. Exactly. Be it was like it, it, exactly. it was like part of like the, the starting package like. Oh, by the way, with the house, you also get a friend, you get a family and friends across the street. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Our sisters are like the same age. Like, what? The, who would guess that this would all have, like work out perfectly? Oh my goodness, that was actually kind of ridiculous. How like all that really lined up at the time that it did? Because like when people like always ask us like, how long have you guys know each other? I'm like uh since like forever <laughs> since like yeah. since like the start of time right <laughs> yeah basically that's as far as i know like <laughs> I, like i'm pretty sure we came into existence at the same time so it, it, that's that's yeah. where i that's where i'm at on it <laughs> yeah that's my guy that's why i'm allowed to say he's irrelevant because if there's any judge of relevance it shall be me the one that lived <laughs> next to him for a million years <laughs> you're like i've studied him i've watched his every movement and I have guarantee guarantee you he is irrelevant. <laughs> it's crazy because you both move, you both live in Philly now, so it's like y'all can't get rid of each other. Oh no, no I no, literally no. can't. It is like a curse. It is. I don't know how this happens. <laughs> yes, it's, you're, you're the one that's being cursed here. 
<laughs> Mark is cursed. Well, actually, no. Mark, Mark is the one being cursed by me. I like everywhere. I, everywhere he tries to go, I'm like, oh, I'm just a block away. <laughs> well, now it's like a little farther than a block. But I always thought it was funny. Yeah, I was like, every- oh, Mark's in Philly now. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They call it a coincidence. I call it stalking. <laughs> <laughs> Paul said, you shall not leave. Yeah. You shall not leave. Well, yeah, I, left you know, he, I left first. I left first. Yeah, to be <laughs> we, Yeah, to be fair. He did he did go to Philly first. We're stalk I'm stalking it's stalking in reverse. Exactly. I made a whole deal about going to Philly. I was like, you country bumpkin South Jerseyans, I am leaving. Let's get some culture in my life. Mark. Sounds Mark, about right. And then Mark followed. I was like, "Damn it!" Mark, what's your name? Trixie Tang or whatever from uh, <laughs> Stop ignoring me, ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> so, final thoughts. All right. Final thoughts. Final thoughts about Mark. Yeah. He's irrelevant. What else are you talking? Yeah, about? like, what? Well, are you? Am I gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this the end for me? Uh, final thoughts. Yes. Final. Like, is this a conclu- is this a conclusion of my life right now? Yes. <laughs> Judge I, him now. Like I, I feel like you really like <laughs> like you, like you listen to this whole thing and then you like turn to somebody like so what do you think? <laughs> do we keep him so, on for another episode? This is the equivalent <laughs> of watching a movie that he's already seen. He's just looking at you for your reactions and shit. Like, yep. Yeah, do we do we vote Mark off the island? Is that, is that yeah, what, what the hell? I didn't realize that this was a reality TV show. I have now I feel extra irrelevant. <laughs> okay, what's the last question? What are you most excited about for your future? I'm excited for the Giants game at seven o'clock. No. Um Oh my goodness. The thing I'm he truly is a <laughs> I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm kind of the most excited to see how. Um, well, career-wise, I'm most excited about like possibly one day becoming a sports um, statistician slash analytics person. I analytics person. Like, I really, I really want to do that, and I've been really excited that there have been more jobs opening up in the in the field and everything. Um, so that's like career-wise something I'm really excited about. Um, I think, and I think personally, on a more personal note, I'm just excited to see, you know, where where my friends end up and where my relationships end up. Um, whether it's like you know, intimate relationships or just friendly relationships, I'm I, I enjoy watching my friends and seeing them grow, and that's the type of thing that excites me. So, um, I don't know that's that's about that's it. Awesome. Uh, that's good stuff. <laughs> oh, and, and of course, I go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I've been cutting you off all epi. Go on. I know, I know, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, um, but I was gonna say, you know, it's it, we. I I think Elijah too as well. But we've also enjoyed watching your journey. Um, it's been the best reality show we've seen in a good way. Oh, oh, in, in a good way. In After good forty-five way. minutes of calling me irrelevant, he's being all yes. sweet now. Yes. <laughs> I was like I said before, like there were some things I that like this episode kind of answered for me that I I didn't know before as far as like you know your decisions for like why you chose your college and like the path that you're on because that was something I was always like 
damn, Mark, like, why did you go to Rowan when you could have went to, like, these other places? But um, it's always nice to know more about you, um, especially as someone that's lived next to you in proximity <laughs> for forever. <laughs> you know, but, I'm glad yeah. I can answer any questions and stuff. Um, and I know we didn't... Uh, I know that you know there's always a lot more to op uh, open up about and talk about but you know just getting this out there i really appreciate like having the opportunity to do it yeah this, yeah. this is gonna be part two now there's more than more that y'all don't hey now oh yeah God. i didn't talk about any of my other interesting stuff like uh hmm. no nah, no nah, i'm not i'm just kidding i actually do have i do have other interesting things to talk about he actually does have other interesting things trust us yeah he does i, <laughs> I promise <laughs> i promise um yeah i guess that does it <laughs> All right. This particular episode of Between oh, yeah. Um, I'm in the dark. Looks like I'm in the dark. I'm in the dark. I'm in the dark. I'm in the dark. <laughs> um, Hello, darkness, my oh, old friend. Okay, listen oh, to God. us. Um, you can listen to us on any streaming platform that you choose to listen to us on. You know, you got us on Spotify. You know, if you want to go that route. You know, you got us on iTunes if you also want to go that route. Anyway, you get those streaming, you get you condition. Follow us on Instagram on our Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Between You and Me Official. We will be more active on there. Um, yes. Follow us on our Facebook fan page at Between You and Me. Uh, what else am I missing? Twitter. Twitter. Between You and Me too. <laughs> like the poo. Oh, like the poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Odell. Odell. Why? Oh, God. Oh, I, I, once again, I am not a sports person. I have no idea what's going on. Look it up, Pete. No. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you, Paul, you're not going to look it up. Oh, don't let me get shot on. Not just fetish. That's getting shitted on. Poop. On his chest. Yeah. Oh, goodness. He, he asked the girl to take a, picture of her, take a picture of her poop, apparently. Oh, God. Uh -oh. What? And, oh, it's, but then again, the girl uh, was definitely into it because she sent a video. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, wait, what's the problem? Then? I don't understand. No, oh, there's no problem with it. Like he can like poop if he likes poop, but we're still gonna make fun of him for liking poop. Oh, it like, just it? became public and everyone roasts in for it because now he's yeah, a pooping yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now he's a pooping boy. Yeah, oh god. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with it. It's just funny. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> That's it. Um. So we had a shit to talk about. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. <laughs> Cause, cause, Ew. It's Ew. good because I'm pooped. <laughs>